movies and made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? Hey, I'm pretty good, sir. Are you? I'm all right. Doing good. Sweet. It's Friday, isn't it? It is. We got there. Another another week done. Ate it. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been well, it's been pretty good for movies on my end for the most part. Did you about Yeah. How about you? Been alright? Yeah. Good. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, where do you want to start? Did you want to start? Should we start with Hellraiser? Ooh, alright. Starting with the big one. Usually yeah. usually make people wait for the big one, but yeah. We can always start with something else. No, it's too late. The picture's up now. <laughs> <We're> committed. <laughs> Hellraiser 2022. Um, so... I was not sure about this film until I saw the trailer, and then when I saw the trailer, I was like, "This looks really good," and I'm really excited for it. Um, yeah. So I waited to watch it with a friend because uh, yeah. a friend of mine, huge Hellraiser fan, um, and so I went to her house to see it. And um, well, I'm curious what you th- you made of it actually. Well, I mean, so I like you. I saw the trailer. You know, I've been hearing about this for a while, and I and there was good and bad sort of warning signs. Mm. The trailer I thought did a pretty good job of of showing off. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the director's previous stuff. Uh, I reviewed the Nighthouse uh, not so long ago, actually. I mean, you did, uh, yes. And um, I I like the ritual as well. I really enjoyed you, yeah, the ritual. Yeah, you like the ritual, so he, you know he's got pretty good jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, David Bruckner. So, yes. Um, ooh, yeah, where, do we, where do we start? So, well, we should we? Should, I guess we could. We do we do we mention the plot? I suppose. I, I uh, guess we could. Uh, we could. We could mention the plot. I, I don't know how spoilery we want to get, but um, the the movie kind of opens with a uh, a a millionaire called Voigt, and he's got this big party happening. And uh, yeah. this this guy kind of sneaks back to look at this guy's private collection, finds, of course, the uh, lament configuration, or it's not the lament configuration because it's in a different configuration. One of the many yeah. configurations, and I guess we'll get to that as, as as we go. But anyway, he gets taken, and 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 plot happens, um, and then yeah. it and then it cuts forward. Uh, I'm never gonna remember. I always mess up this dude, Goran Viznik. Mm. Yeah, who is fantastic. Uh, who is actually yeah he's pretty he's pretty good um i mean i've, I've liked him in a you know number of things i really liked him in that um time travel series uh, yeah i forget what it was called now but i really liked him in that and yeah he's pretty he's pretty good in this mm-hmm. um and then we kind of cut six years later and we meet our primary cast of characters um we've got riley who's living with her brother matt and his boyfriend colin um yep. riley's like a recovering addict and uh she's been sort of taken in by her brother and his boyfriend uh yeah as, as they kind of try and keep her on the straight and narrow and you can kind of tell this guy is burnt out from her shit um yeah. he's been trying and and she is yeah. she is obviously a handful um but um she's convinced by her obviously sleazy bad guy boyfriend to uh commit yeah. a robbery and it's of course to steal uh the uh the box uh, in the lament configuration um they, they steal it and hilarity ensues <laughs> i mean yeah i guess that's that's the plot uh so obviously you know um the the puzzle box summons these extra dimensional beings if you've not watched hellraiser before 
Mm. Um, and they have a very warped sense of pleasure. They 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 think pain yeah. is pleasure, and um, uh, you would have thought that Voigt, the millionaire who studied them forever, would have known it was probably a bad idea when he asked for these things. But you know. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we we follow Ripley, uh, 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 Riley. Sorry, as she um she uh tries to uh kind of save someone because someone goes missing and and she realizes it's it's her fault Mm -hmm. and uh and this kind of sends her back to the void mansion and and uh and the the plot kind of goes from there i'm trying to avoid spoilers as best i can um so i think probably have to spoil bits but we will probably have to spoil a little bits yeah but for the most part we can try and avoid what we can avoid i I think some of it's kind of obvious you can probably i guess pretty early on what was going on with voight um Mm -hmm. uh i i will say i started this movie and i absolutely fucking hated riley uh in fact about halfway through the film i turned to my uh friend and i said to her i was like i just want the two gay guys that couple to live everyone yeah. else is a fucking dickhead and i just uh, hate them however yeah. by the end riley had won me over and she does a couple of things in the movie where i was like huh you actually made the sensible decision i'm liking uh, you now and I, yeah. I will say she made some sensible decisions yes however that did not make me like her fair, any- fair because she's i thought she was kind of thoroughly unlikable in, mm-hmm. at the start um i she won me over by the end but i could totally see why she wouldn't have won you over because i, I, I was she's, teetering she's supposed to be going on this journey to make you like her and for me it was like no i, I, <laughs> I still I, hate I'm, you i'm sorry i don't do not buy your sincerity love uh, fair enough at fair all enough. um the the boyfriend I really liked him. I, I thought know. he was a likable character, to be honest. Yeah, I, I was. That's exactly what I said. I was like, that couple, they're yeah. great. Everyone else yeah, is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really like. Is it Colin? I really like Colin. I thought yeah. he was a, he was lovely. Um, so, uh the new set of. I bikes, already know you didn't like this as much as I did. I can tell by your voice. <laughs> <laughs> So the Cenobites, I really liked. Mm. Um, I don't cool designs. I don't see that. The thing is, is, I think the designs are amazing. I really liked. Ooh, now which one was it? The Gasp, played by um, Selena Lowe. Yes, she was the one that was like very almost angelique like. Mm-hmm. I thought her design was amazing, and really I really cool. liked her. She had more personality than um, the Hell Priest did. I thought. Yeah, I think it was a deliberate choice that the Hell Priest in this was very emotionless and just yeah. like very cold and calculating and almost kind of has like a weird curiosity about humanity, but she yeah. never um she certainly doesn't have the menace that Doug I don't know. I kind of disagree. I think she did. Um and I thought the main difference was that she never gets angry. Like yes. like Doug's version got angry a few times. Mm-hmm. And I almost thought she was more menacing for her calm constantly. She's just like, huh, interesting, more than I'm angry. She's like, oh, you did that? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I, mean, well, I, like, I do like her performance. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I I, I, I guess... This, the, the, well, the thing is, is that you can... They're, they're, they are definitely not the same character. You, you no, can tell. No. Not, you know. and it's, now, it's, now, the weird thing is, they did say that this was a sequel at one point. Um rather well, than a straight they use reboot the music cues. They, meet, they use all the 
They do. Especially now, at the end. There's bugger all connecting these. Uh, no. Aside from, like, I mean, Leviathan turns up, I guess. That's a minor yes. spoiler. But other than that, and of the lament configuration being a thing, like, it, it's 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 not the thing is it's it's not linked in any way but it could no. easily be in the same universe and it would be fine um, oh, no. i mean we have seen through previous hellraiser movies uh original pinhead loses powers not become yeah. not be pinhead anymore we see in yeah. this movie create how cenobites are created so it's entirely mm. possible that they just made another one yeah a, another pinhead you know well i mean in the i know in the uh in the i think the books or the comics mm. um Kirsty becomes Pinhead. Yeah, so th- there you go. There, so there is, you know, okay, there's, 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 there's stuff. Because you do have kind of slightly redesigned, but not too much Chatterer in this. Yeah, so kind the other... of works the same, and you could kind of say, well, that's a link because they kind they, of look they, almost identical. I think they they felt slightly too clean in places. Like you know, the, mm. there's something visceral and slightly gruey about the original. Yeah, Cenobites. I think, and then these ones felt just slightly too clean, mm-hmm. which is, which you know, is not, it's not horrible. It's not a bad thing, really. It's just, it, and it's, you it know, just I guess is what it, it is. It, I guess. I do like the fact that you know they are clothed literally in their move, you know, removed skin. Yes, that's awesome. I, I, you know, that's really cool. I really I like, I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest gripe with it is the box itself. Okay. And I well. And leading on to what the they are now, it's the so, different configurations. The, well, it's not just the different configurations; it's the it's the fact that now the the box is basically just a sacrificial tool. Yes, because you get different things depending on what configuration it's in. Yeah, and and it's and the box when you it's going to be slightly slight spoilers, but when you when every time you change the configuration of the box a little blade comes out and depending on whether you well i think the intent is the intent is that it it cuts you and takes your blood yeah exactly but obviously that can be manipulated yeah and it's he's each it's almost like i'm gonna change this and then i'm gonna push it into you and i'm gonna sacrifice you and that's not what the box was about no the box is about personal experience you know the box is about you have to really want this well yeah because to... it was meant to be a very oh. hard puzzle to solve yeah it's it's the, the you know the, the the box has a lot more meaning i think in the in the originals this I, one, I will give you that the, 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 it's it's too easily solvable in this um yeah and and you're and right it's not it's, about, it's not even about him the, the you no. know the guy who wants to solve it it's 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 he literally he it becomes like a um a sacrificial demon tool you know what i mean it's yes. like i sacrificed this person to a demon to get my thing mm-hmm. and that's not what hellraiser was it's no. not what it, so i didn't like that i loved the the designs i like the, the yeah i yeah, loved all the configurations i thought the, really cool configurations are very cool and i liked the you know the 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 mechanic the way they moved and stuff that was yeah. all lovely i liked that but the 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 object itself had changed so much from the original it, i didn't like that I, I didn't like the way that 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 was that that had happened it was mm-hmm. it, it was t- it just taken too bit too far away from from what you yeah mm-hmm. that's fair um, enough 
having said that, I, I, I mostly enjoyed it. It's not yeah. it's not the worst. Oh, God, no. I, we watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre this year, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I I I liked this a lot actually. Uh, I I think I liked it more than you. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, um, I, think I loved the uh, the van scene in the back of the van. I love the way the world kind of moves around and changes when they appear as well. That stuff See, there's, really there's cool. so much to like that. Um, I like. I, I like the bit the... in the back of the van was awesome when it all kind of started changing in the back of the van and she was getting further and further away from the yeah, stuff. I loved all really of that. Cool. I actually felt a yeah. bit sorry for that girl that I didn't care about by the end of that scene. I was like, oh, yes. that was quite a nasty way to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It's I mean, in the I, trailer. I, That's not really much of a spoiler. even liked the sort of the house stuff. The, the I, Yes, not, I liked that. The, I, it was kind of a, a puzzle in itself to kind of keep them out and trap them. And Yeah, I, 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 I quite like that as an, as an idea. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, the, the main sort of bad guy, if you like... Um, he was he's he's very reminiscent of Chenard in certain aspects. I aspects, thought they were you know. going to end up having a cameo by Chenard. Actually, I was yeah. Uh, that was the one I was expecting. Mm hmm. It, um, um, but yeah, it, it was more of a like a a, a a memory ring than anything else, which just made you made me sort of go, oh. Mm hmm. So it, it's. I can recommend the movie. I certainly I recommend think, it. I, I think you should be aware that it's certainly its own it's, thing. It's a reimagining, and it does do its, it's own thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I honestly didn't like that. I didn't. That's what I didn't like. I, I, was, I didn't like the the new way the the box works. That's and that's that's fair enough. I I, I can see that being it, divisive amongst the fan base. It's too mundane. Mm. It makes it kind of just a. And it's it's, it's it's strange as well, in a it way, shouldn't. because it's it's a film. This film is very much about addiction. Um, mm. In fact, some of the yes. kind of more ridiculous moments of this film are when horrendous things are happening, and we kind of stop for a moment for the lead actress to be like, "I'm a drug addict." It's like people are literally getting yeah cleaved in two that. right now. Why are we talking about this? Um, but it's very much about addiction, and I kind of, to your point, I, I think they could have done more with that because in the original, as you say, it, it is that obsession. It's the obsession mm -hmm. with with solving the puzzle, and it's the obsession with really wanting this to happen. Like you have to really try. Um, yeah. And they could have shown an addiction to the puzzle, which they didn't do. Mm -hmm. Um, and that might yeah. have been a little better. Um, yeah, I mean. It it kind of felt more it, it felt more like you know a, a raise the devil thing you yeah. know what i mean it's yeah. felt more less like less about you know i mean they they try and show you that he is oh you know he's immoral and you know he's having sex parties and, and <laughs> but it didn't feel you never felt he just felt like an the, asshole to me I, like i didn't think he yeah, was yeah exactly that, he just know. felt like a bitch asshole as yeah. opposed to um frank in the first one oh god he's just like thoroughly unlikable horrible and yes. grubby and i i, you, I must that's a really his addictions and his is his lusts i think that and is that... the perfect word to sum up the original hellraiser is grubby what's that grubby, grubby. yes it's really yeah. gross and grubby that movie but also the other thing is i think you genuinely want kirsty to get through I think oh yeah 100 you know K K kirsty is such a likable presence 
Whereas I, I think with this one, it, the, the, you know, the, the most likable character isn't the main character. It's no, he's almost a, a side character. Yeah, you know, I, I must admit, like I said, it was for me the the, the gay couple were the, the people I wanted to survive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, her, I uh, the addict who is the the supposed main main character. I I did. Yeah. She did win me over. She did. She did. Yeah, no, she but didn't I, I, didn't. I can totally see I'm... if she didn't for you because it was close. I was getting there was a point in the movie where it worked for me, and I was like, okay, now you're in my kind of good graces. But there was a large portion of the film, and I didn't like her. Trying not to spoil the ending, I will say, yes, she made the right decision. Uh, there were a couple but... of points where I thought she made a sensible choice. Um... I think it was. It felt to me like a cop-out did it okay yeah because i it felt kind of earned to me by that point but i don't really believe that she was um oh how do i say this without trying to find i i know what i think i know what you're trying to say but i don't believe that her character was let's say penitent let's say penitent that's, that's true i don't believe that um the, I don't believe in her burden. Okay, sure, that's, that's, that's fair. You know, yeah. So it felt like a bit of a cop out to me. Yeah, fair but, enough. You know, I I, I still like the movie. It's 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 a really. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, I yeah. still like it. There's there's a lot to like in this movie, but it just takes away a lot of Hellraiser's edge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It 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 felt. I, I don't know whether it's not exactly safe, but almost. It almost felt like a safe horror movie. Sure. It, it, it didn't have the visceralness of the of, at of least the original the mm. Hellraisers. Yeah, that's that's which is you know enough. I mean that's hard anyway because those movies have, have fallen away anyway. They've 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 become something else anyway. Oh, well, I mean, I, series, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always recommend the first two and then maybe the third uh, oh, the third's got cd change man i mean that's that's worth a watch yeah my, my favorite cenobite of all time cd change man. um and the, i like the stuff about the lament configuration in the fourth one yeah but apart from that i i first. like there's something to like in most of them most of them there's at least mm. one thing or two things to like but i i for me i i would say this is certainly the third strongest um yeah i i'm quite biased i really like the second one um yeah second one second one's honestly my favorite i've always loved the second one and that's fair enough i love the vision the visuals of the second one are incredible Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i I, I thoroughly enjoyed this film i i highly recommend it i guess you you're sort of recommending but but not no i definitely recommend it as a as a a pretty well-made horror movie yeah i there was just a lot of stuff that I have reservations about. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, did you want to, while we're talking about things we've both watched, uh, mm-hmm. did you do you want to circle back to the Midnight Club? Yeah, why don't we? Um, I've I'd watched the last time we did this show, uh, prior to Mary Show This Frankenstein. I'd watched all but two episodes, and I was loving it. Um, I've now watched all of it, so you've now watched all of it. This, this, mm-hmm. you know catch up what did you yeah. think of the midnight club so for the for, for the majority of it i really enjoyed it mm. um 
It's depressing still... as shit in places, but <laughs> it really is depressing as shit in places. <laughs> yes. Um, I like the, the the lead. I thought she was really good. Fantastic. I yeah, I thought she was. I'm in fact, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing her in more. I I thought she was that good. Um, I really liked Anya. Oh man, like, she's such a dick at first, but she's so like, like I yeah. kind of like that character, you know. She's just being a dick, and I'm like, I kind of love you though. I, um, they did a very good job of explaining why. Explaining why she's a dick. I agree. And, that was know. really good. Yeah, I loved her by the end. In the start, yeah. I loved her for being a dick, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. And then when I saw because why, she's the funniest character. Yes, totally. Yeah. She has the she has the funniest put downs and the funniest. She's lines. got the best lines for sure. Yeah. You know. Um, the only character that was a bit male was the Kevin character, but I think that might be slightly because the actor was a bit... I don't think he was as good as the other act- actors and actresses. It was a um, very strong cast, and I think but, any uh, kind of yes. weakness really stood out. Yeah. Um, I really liked... Um, oh, what was his name? Uh, Amesh. I thought Amesh was really good. Uh, was that um, the, 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 the gamer guy? Yes, the game yes, guy. Yeah, yeah the he game was great. Guy. He was really, he was, he was really cool as well. Um, Heather Landenkamp. Oh, obviously, brilliant. Obviously, always good to see her. Um, I think the stories were very hit and miss. Some of them uh, were fantastic. Uh, in t- fact, I, I thought Anya's was one of the best. Anya's is pr- was pretty good. The, the uh, deal with the devil one. Yeah, I loved that one. I really liked the film noir one because it was that was cool, really cheesy. But and, yeah, yeah, intentionally and so, it, and yeah. it was really intentionally rubbish. Yes, and I yeah. really liked that. It mm-hmm. was really funny, and I loved the way um, Heather Landenkamp was in almost every story as another as a different sort. Of, well, they were all they, they were all in them when you when they told the story. But right? Heather Landenkamp, particularly some of the accents. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and again, I think intentionally so. Yeah, I think so too. Her her, her accent when she was the was, I think it was the detective one was all they sort of verged on Marge Gunderson from <laughs> Fargo at times, yep. and but but in a really bad way. And I and like yeah. you said, I think it was intentional. Um, the thing is, is I think this again the stories are about the characters. That's that's the the the, the, that's the thing. I, I I think if they didn't in some way relate back to the characters they would have grated a bit yeah but i thought they did a good job in the each story is its own story and it is kind of like hey here's a twilight zone episode in the middle of your normal episode yes. but yeah. they do say quite a bit about the character about yeah. the person telling the story and that's what i kind of liked about it i did i think it i think that those were and they were done in, in mostly pretty good ways yeah um i was a little disappointed towards the end that the the overall stuff not to do with the kids and to do with their illness but the stuff about the cult before and the family before and stuff like that didn't really get the due i think it so needed i actually completely agree now now seeing all of it I, mm-hmm. I did feel like the end fell a bit flat. Yeah. To be honest. Um I loved this show overall, but I do yes. think when all of the story finally came together, yeah. It just fell a bit flat. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, um, it was the, the the start, you know, they they the problem is is they keep setting up these in, these interesting things. Yeah. You keep seeing this older couple, 
you know, this old these these old old dead couple that keep appearing. Yeah, it was kind of doing that Hill House thing where you're like, oh, you know, there's yeah. going to be all these cool things and we'll learn all about them. And then when you do, it's kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, and the the, the the sort of all the stuff with the cult and stuff got kind of resolved too early in an yeah. unsatisfactory way. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I wanted there to be more about that and I wanted it to be a bit more interesting. Well, it kind it, of feels it, like it might be sequel baiting, to be honest. I, I feel like there might be another. See, me and my wife, uh, we discussed this and it, at the end it was like, well, how do you do it? Well, sequel? I thought that because I was They're like, this is a show about a fucking hospice. They're, you know, yeah. surely not. But then the I ending, I was like, it, is there going to be more? It feels like there might yeah. be more. I mean, the only way you can continue it really is with, I mean, you, Heather Landing Camp is going to be a you know, there. Yeah. And I guess... You could potentially... Too, it depends how quickly story. after you set the next one, I guess. At but. least one of the characters can return. Yes. And, well, yeah, I guess if you do a sequel that's directly immediate. straight... Immediate. before before they all car kill, I guess. You know? Um, <laughs> but it was... The st- you know, the, the stuff they set up with the lady in the woods... You know that it was kind of obvious who she was. Yeah, I I must admit it was kind of clear early. Um, and when they eventually, you know, she gets into the house and stuff, and things go on, it just felt like that's it, and that's oh, and she's gone. It's oh, oh okay, is that the, is is that the end of that yeah. story? And it 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 felt a little. Un- uh, just unsatisfactory it was just i wanted more about that i wanted to see more to do with the, the, the older couple i wanted you know more about the history of the of the of the house and what had happened before and i think i know it's more to do with the characters and it's more to do it's a, you know a study of these these dying kids and stuff which is fine because i because i think it did know, a very good job of that did a really good job with that and it and it was you know I, I even the kid that was wasn't a terribly good actor i even liked his character you know he was they all had really good i i thought they it, all the kids were very well written yeah I, I i i think they all had their little bits and they all had the you know and, and even like i said even though some of the stories were a little hit and miss yeah what they brought to the character was was usually you know, good enough. You know, it was it was it, each one one had was was a was at least tell told you about that person, and I, I yeah. think that they did that really pretty well. Yeah, I um, agree. I think I, I will say I think I liked it better than Blind Manor. Fair enough. Um, I'm not. I, I'm not sure where I stand. I hadn't considered that until this moment, and now I'm trying to weigh it up. Um, um, I think I might prefer Bly Manor, but I I really liked this a lot, so it's it's close. I I did, and I think that it, it almost feels that like you can't really compare them, to be honest. But They're pretty different. I think you're going but... to, because it's all you know because of because of the nature of of the director, you know, it being a Mike Flanagan thing. I think, yeah. you know, let's face it, this is being sold on it the fact that it's Mike Flanagan. Oh, and it is definitely Mike Flanagan when you watch it. And you're it's... like, this is definitely yes. a Mike Flanagan exactly. series, you know. Um, it's certainly not as good as Hill House because I think, to be honest, that's kind of his pinnacle at the moment. It, Hill House is was just fantastic. Um, I 
also prefer Midnight Mass. I think that works slightly better for me. Yeah. But I still think it's great. I think it's, I I think it's, it's fantastic. A, a really good series. I think... Um, I'm looking forward to all of these kids acting in other things, you know? Yeah, um, agreed. So. Yeah, I think um, the girl that plays Anya, I think she's going to be in House of the Usher. That's great news. Um, I think you know, some of the others are, are going to appear as well. I, 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 it will be my guess. Um, but yeah, it was. It was actually. Re- I think the thing is, is, it was really lovely. It was. It was actually, despite the fact that it, they, you know, it was about dying kids. It was. Re- I thought really heartwarming. It was in places. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, there yeah. Was some really genuinely lovely moments between the characters. I agree, and and I think despite the minor criticisms. Uh, fantastic series really really yeah. really enjoyed it and i absolutely recommend it yeah yeah i i would definitely i would recommend it i think it was it's well worth a watch definitely so what else have you watched so i have also seen bullet train yes starring brad pitt so uh directed by david letch sorry um who previously done uh atomic blonde which i which i love um we're both a fan of uh, of atomic blonde yeah uh he's he produced things like uh john wick and he's had a lot of involvement in those movies uh he produced kate and nobody so he's got really real sort of pedigree uh, pedigree. yeah and he's also i believe uh brad pitt's stunt person on a number of occasions oh really interesting Mm. Uh, so with stars Brad Pitt as I said uh, Joey King Aaron Taylor Johnson Brian uh, Tyree Henry uh, Andrew Koji uh, Hiroyuki Sanada uh, Sandra Bullock makes an appearance which you know pleases me no end um, so uh, this is, it kind of starts with um, a young boy being pushed off of, off of a building basically <laughs> which is like uh oh um and um, Kimura, played by Andrew Koji, it's his son, and um, his father is uh, just known as the Elder, played by Hiroyuki Sanada. And you kind of get this um, feeling that he was the, the child was used to get the attention of the pet of the, of the, the, the parents, sort of thing, and. Uh, He's obviously going to go out for revenge, and then you, from him, you move to uh, Brad Pitt's character, who is a basically a hitman who is trying to be more positive, and uh, he's in therapy um, because he thinks he's bad luck, and right. even when he's trying to kill people, people seem to die around him. Um, so he's on this sort of, you know, he doesn't when he's. Uh, Sandra Bullock is is his handler, and she, he's talking to her on the phone, and she says, "You know, take the gun." You know, she, she, he's like, "No, I don't want to take the gun. I'm not taking the gun." And so he doesn't take the gun, but he takes all his like other little bits and pieces, and he's like, "You know, I'm trying to be, you know, more positive and stuff like that." Right. And, you know, he's like, he ends up like get, nearly getting run over and and stepping in a puddle of water and things like that. So he's he's got he, he seems to be bad luck. Um, and he's basically hired to get on this train and steal this suitcase from someone. Uh, meanwhile, also on the train, you've got uh, Joey King, who's playing Prince, 
she is this very in, hyper intelligent young girl who is clearly playing games that um, you know are, are, have massive designs, as it were. And you've got Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian uh, Tyree Henry who are playing. They're called they're called the twins, um, and for obvious reasons that makes you go how, but um, they are these they're sort of hitmen, odd job men that have been hired to take this this case, and the son of this um, yakuza hitman to this agreed meeting. So they that and another a, a bunch of other hitmen. I think one's called the Hornet. There's a, there's a number of like played by Zazie Beats and there's another sort of uh, guy called the Wolf that turns up. They're all basically just all meeting up on the bullet train for various reasons. Uh, so what I will say is this movie has pretty much every action cliche known to man. Okay, is that a bad thing? Yeah, I was going to say, is that a bad thing? No, it's not. It's really, it really is aware of them. It's completely, you know, it knows that you're aware of them and it's using them in a really funny way. My favourite characters are Aaron Taylor Johnson and and Brian uh, Tyree Henry. They're they're called Tangerine and Lemon. It's obviously their their, their code names. And and Lemon... uh, uh, Tyree Henry, he has this philosophy. Everything he has learned about people, he learned from Thomas the Tank Engine. He reads people like trains from Thomas the Tank Engine. Brilliant. Oh my and- god, does he say like that's a Percy over there? I don't trust a yes, Percy. Yes! Amazing. He Amazing. He's got this little. I love this man. This, he's got this train of stickers and they, he's talking to. <laughs> He's talking to the, the the son of this gangster that they've they've sort of kid they kind of kidnapped or well they've kind saved of him kidnapped sort of, yeah they've, yeah they've kind of kidnapped kind of saved him for this gangster and he's talking of they're talking about this thing and he's got this tray of of, of um, little um, sheet of stickers and he says he says to him he's explaining his theory and he takes off this little sticker of Percy and he puts it on his head and he goes see you're a Percy and I and, and my favourite. My favourite is wrongans. Wrongans are diesels. Fuck diesels. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, that was fucking hilarious. I love those. Those two are are were my my absolute favourite characters. They're really funny. <clears throat> so obviously it's um <laughs> it was filmed nowhere near Tokyo and nowhere near Japan. It was filmed in LA on a on a green screen. And sometimes the green screen is a little ropey at places, um, but I, it doesn't take away the overall joy of the movie. I don't think um, the fight scenes again, brilliant, really well met, done fight scenes. Um, every character has their little quirks and they're funny. Um, you know, the plot isn't going to tax you. The 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 things that you find out are not really big surprises or anything. What this is is a genuinely funny, well-made action movie that will, I think, please anyone who loves action movies. It's All right. just That's genuinely me. fun. 
yeah, it's just genuinely fun. There are no, there's no bloody messaging or anything like that. It's just here are these idiot people. Here are here are, it, it you know it, it feels like um kind of a bit like a um oh Blamino, what's his name uh a, a, like a, a snatch type thing. Cool. It's got that sort of feel, you know. You've got the this this these these larger than life characters, you know, all re, all sort of merging on this this train to do their little bits and pieces. They're all brought there by different reasons. There are, there yeah. are a number of cameos that are really smile inducing. Um, it's just really it's just a solidly made action movie that's really fun, and I highly recommend it. That sounds awesome. I, I must yeah. admit that the trailer won me over, um, and I've been hearing really good things about it, so I, I've been looking forward to it. But um, yeah, that's good just, news. It, it, yeah, it is just real, real fun, real joy of a, an action movie, and I really loved it. A real great movie. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> uh, another another positive film from me. Um, I don't know how positive it will be for everyone, though. I finally got to see Shin Ultraman. Uh, a, a film I have been looking forward to seeing since May mm-hmm. and I've been trying to watch since May but um, they're bastards and did the bloody film festival circuit across the world which you know whenever <laughs> a film does that you're like oh for god's sake I'm not going to get yeah. to see this forever um, yeah. there, there was a point when I was like I might just download this in Japanese and just watch it you know without subtitles and just kind of pick yeah, up what I can I could have done that I've done it before, but I was like, it will probably ruin my experience overall. I should just wait and you know, watch it properly. I mean, I think the problem with that is, is <clears throat> most of the time with these, with the, with the, with some of the hentai movies, um, not hentai, uh, fuck, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Giant uh, robot movies. Kaiju. Kaiju, thank you. That's hentai. Um, <laughs> that's kaiju another thing. Movies. Yeah, that's something that's entirely different. another thing. Um, with most of those movies, yeah, you can watch them in Japanese and get the plot, and you don't need to worry about it. Oh, for sure. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I, you know. However, with something like Shin Godzilla, if this is oh, anywhere... Oh, God, in... if you watch Shin Godzilla in Japanese with no subtitles yeah. and you didn't understand Japanese, fuck me, you would be lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, does this lean towards that, or...? Well, I, I, I will say this. As someone who is a an Ultraman fan... Uh, mm-hmm. Someone is who is a huge Godzilla fan and someone who watches a lot of Japanese media, movies, TV shows, anime. Uh, I, I will say that this is the most Japanese thing I've watched in a long time. <laughs> and, I, and I mean that in like a really good way, but yeah. I don't know how well this is going to translate to, uh, you know, general audiences. Like a say. wider audience, yeah. Um, so Shin Godzilla, I, I rank right up there in my list of Godzilla movies. It's kind of up there with 1954. I think it's a fantastic reimagining, reboot of the series take on Godzilla. Um, cool. And it's got a lot of humor in it. It's got a lot of dark humor in it. Um, it's got very dark humor. In very it. dark humor. It's got some horrific scenes, but it has mm-hmm. a really good sense of humor about it. But it's all kind of reasonably dark or subtle humor one of my favorite things about shin godzilla is the that one of the main guys in the movie 
his job title gets longer as the film goes on and it just <laughs> yeah. gets ludicrous by the end because everyone's so incompetent that he keeps getting like promotions <laughs> and extra jobs and his job title just keeps getting longer and longer and longer it's fantastic <laughs> but anyway i think shin godzilla is is a fantastic film i could talk forever about it but but the one thing i will say about it is that for all of its dark comedy it's very it's a very dark movie it's quite a bleak movie it's it's yeah yeah you know it's it's got some which, real which let's let's face it could have been bleaker if <clears throat> they would have gone the way they wanted to oh go. the original plan was insane for shin godzilla yeah. um the all universe encompassing godzilla um yeah but so i was going into to shin ultraman expecting something like that i mean i saw the trailer and i was like okay i'm not sure how ultraman's gonna fit in with that kind of tone of shin godzilla um and the easy answer is it doesn't and it's not trying to be um i i feel like as much as shin godzilla thematically is a callback to the original godzilla uh mm. you know it, 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 it there's a lot more of, of a disaster movie than more of a than, disaster movie uh the horror element sure. is is kind of back in in force and all of that as yeah. much as shin godzilla is to godzilla that this is to ultraman this is a love letter to original series ultraman the first ultraman series um it i mean obviously he looks like the original ultraman for the most part a bit skinnier yeah they, but... he, they know him they haven't embellished him up or anything he just looks like basic ultraman he does uh to the point that he's even got the kind of imperfections in the mask um you see the folds so it is almost like a suit even though it's full cg uh it kind yeah. of folds like the suit used to fold and stuff um the specium ray is actually hand-drawn they got the original guy who hand-drew oh the, the, the the specium ray apparently he he actually hand-drew it so you've got like cgi effects over the top of it but you can see the yeah. actual ray in fact is in the still on this video is actually the hand-drawn ray is awesome. which is great um it has a lot of homages it's got some pretty funny parts i mean it's got certainly a good sense of humor about it as the original ultraman did the original ultraman is way funnier than you know it's, it's much more of a, a light-hearted comedy show for the most part it kind of got, got a lot darker as, as shows went on but that first one yeah. it's very child-friendly and very you know fun in that way um and, and this movie's kind of got a bit a bit of that it, it's it's very strange in places there's a particular shot i'm thinking of where ultraman i can't explain it you would have to see the scene right but he kind of flies in backwards and then spins around and kicks a monster into a mountain. And it, okay. it's way weirder than I'm making it sound when you actually watch it. It's bizarre, but it's kind of awesome. Um, what, you mean it's janky or, or... Intentionally so. Right, okay. What, uh, like he's on strings or something? Yeah, kind of. It... It's almost like they got a model and just spun it around. Yeah, okay. Kind it. of. Um the cg for the most part because obviously they, they didn't go with suit they went with cg uh mm. I, I think is pretty good towards the end it's like okay you can see the budget here it's not you know the cg is kind yeah. of not so great towards the end um but for the most part it works really well uh i think they did a really good job with the the designs um it's an interesting opening um it almost kind <laughs> of it almost trolls you the opening of this movie it, it literally opens with shin godzilla um oh. it, it does the logo and then the the title of the film is shin godzilla and then that disappears and it becomes shin ultraman it's really weird 
Um, okay. yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Uh, but I loved this film. I don't think it's going to be for everyone because it is very japanese humor and very japanese in its style as, as which it, it seems obvious for a kaiju thing <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. even more <laughs> even more so um yeah <clears throat> it's it's an interesting setup like the opening of the movie is just shots of monsters being defeated by um the sssp and right. and like it's like this was defeated by this and this was defeated by that and, and then obviously we get ultraman turn up um it it's kind of in the same way that shin godzilla was people reacting to shin godzilla a lot of this film is people dealing with ultraman right. uh, and their interactions with ultraman and and how the public perceive ultraman and who is ultraman and all of that kind of stuff focuses okay. a lot more on that um it's not a remake uh, much like shin godzilla was not a remake of 1954 uh none of the characters are going to turn up in this you know like the tv characters are not in this it's not like yeah. a, a remake of that it's its own thing uh i i think it's great uh it kind of feels like it almost feels like a series in a movie and it and it's not overly long but it feels almost episodic in places like you get a number of aliens appear with different agendas and then they get dealt with and then it moves on to the next alien um it kind of uh, you know we we don't just get one big thing it's like a couple of things happen along the way so is it cramming a lot then is it is it uh it 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 gets i it doesn't feel over full it doesn't feel cramped okay. it feels fine um there's probably less kaiju battles than i was expecting from an ultraman film but okay. that's very much in line with shin godzilla so yeah you know from that perspective it works uh it's got some interesting kind of um cultural uh discussion going on in, in the movie which is kind of fun okay. uh there's a particularly humorous scene when um the uh the main uh female uh character is herself uh brainwashed and then turned into a giant monster herself um and then um, has to deal with the internet fallout of that when she's re-shrunk back down and the photos <laughs> that people have taken while she was giant walking around in a skirt um okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not explicit but it's just kind of like uh, i i think it's uh one of the aliens is like oh sorry i didn't consider that humans would do that like that's that's our bad <laughs> okay uh it's it's bizarre man it's a bizarre movie but i loved it i had so much fun um does it feel like a parody then or? no no okay. and and it and the stakes are really high towards the end it's got a really cool ending uh it's just got it it doesn't feel like a parody it feels like a love letter right it's a love letter to original ultraman in my opinion um okay. and original ultraman had a lot of humor and and this does yeah. you know it has its humor as well but it certainly has high stakes and it certainly gets serious when it needs to be serious uh mm. it's really well acted by everyone um yeah i i've really loved it really really loved it it's uh it's very interesting i i think it's going to be marmite for people yeah. I, I feel like most people could probably watch Shin Godzilla and maybe they'd find it I don't know, I think the biggest criticism of Shin Godzilla would probably be that it's boring. Um Yeah. But it, I don't think it's, that it's anyone so... would come out of it being like, I hated that. You know, whereas with this I feel like some people could come out and be like, That was what was that? What did I watch? Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, I think that Shin Godzilla did feel a little long at, at times. It, yeah, it, that see I didn't have that reaction, it. but I know quite a few people that did, so 
I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you'd get that with this. There's a lot going on all the time. Um, mm. It just gets quite out there, and I just wonder how Western audiences will will take that. Yeah. Uh, I had a blast though, so I had fun. I'm waiting for Shane Common Rider now next year. Yeah, I guess that it from what you you said, it sounds like this is good for anybody who has even a remote knowledge of Ultraman. I think so. If you like that original series and you remember that kind of. But I'm I'm kind of guessing that if you haven't if you have no knowledge of any of that stuff or are into kaiju movies, then it might be a bit of a struggle. It might be a struggle if you're not at least into kaiju movies um, or Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. You might struggle. I think you'll like it. I'm really intrigued what you think of it. I, I'm, I'm, it. I'm definitely going to watch it because it's 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 got some really good stuff in it. I do I have a soft spot for Ultraman. I think you might end up really enjoying it. It's it's fun. Um, but yeah, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to spoil it or anything. But uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I do think it's going to be Marmite for a lot of people. But, yeah. Uh, but for me, I mean, I, I've wanted to see this movie all year. So I know. You know, this has been your most anticipated movie. It has been my most anticipated movie because Shin Godzilla had such an effect on me that you know yeah. I was like, I wouldn't say it's had this has had the same effect on me. It's not like that kind of. It's not on the level of Shin Godzilla for me. Um, but then I'm more of a Godzilla fan than I am an Ultraman fan. Yeah. Um, I, I like original Ultraman. I like Ultraman Tiga and, uh, you know, a few, you know, few, few Ultraman series I really enjoy. Uh, I haven't seen all of them. There are no. a million. Yeah, I was going to say this um, one. No, nice. Ultraman Next was cool. Um, seen, didn't Netflix do one recently? Oh, the animated series is good. Yeah. Ultraman. Yeah, That's just called Ultraman just to make I things confusing. Um, I hate it when things do that. Everything should have a subtitle. Everything. And I hate it. It does my fucking head in. <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, I agree. I I loathe that. Yeah. Like, trying to you know it's, it feels like they're trying to supersede it and it really annoys yes, me. Yes, exactly. Or put their mark on it. They're like, This yeah. is our Ultraman and it's like, well, cool. it's fine, but it's not, you know. Yeah. It's very different that anime as well. Yeah, I've. I've they never, I've, they never do the giant thing. It's they're they're like human sized oh, really? the whole time. Yeah, it's more of a like a Gaiver type thing. Yes, almost. Yeah. Okay. That's a show that needs to come back. Yeah. Anyway, what else have you watched? Uh, so, uh, I have also seen where the cruel dads sing. Yes, uh, a a movie with a, a, the the trailer for this. I was interested. But, yeah, well, uh, that's that's kind of what what sold me on it. So, um, this is directed by uh, Olivia Newman, uh, and uh, it stars uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, uh, Taylor John Smith, uh, Harris Dickinson. Um, it's got David uh, Strathairn in it, uh, Sterling Morrison Jr., uh, Michelle Hyatt, and basically, so this it's set in the. Um, sort of period between late 50s to the late 60s. Okay. It starts with the finding of uh, the body of Chase Andrews, Mm. uh, who looks like he took a fall from... um, Is it like a hunting tower or something? Yeah, it's a fire tower. Oh, it's a fire, fire right. It's a fire tower in the the sort of marshy swampland of um, Carolina. And 
the something about the way he banged his head is banged makes the two coppers think that it's murder it's not an accident so immediately your accusations start going around or who could it possibly be and suspicion eventually falls on uh on the weird loner on yeah on young kaya who lives in the swamp or who lives in the marsh uh on her own mm. and you know there are there are so many rules uh so rumors about this this girl she's the missing link she's part wolf <laughs> amazing she's part wolf uh she's feral this is the kind of thing that school kids would say though exactly I'm, you know that, it's not that's... school kids saying it it's all the adults that are saying it you know it's, it's... oh wow okay that's, yeah, a, that's all, a bit of a stretch at that all point. All the adults are saying it, you know, that, she, that she's, that, you know, she's just a terrible person. You know, she's obviously, you know, horrible. So of course, she's the the cops go to arrest her. She, she looks like a sweet little kid. Yeah, she runs. You know, like like when you say the missing link, I think of like Yeti or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't look like the missing uh, link, does she? Sort of orangutan-looking dude, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, no. Um, so. You know, she goes, she runs, but they 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 catch her, they they bring her in. Now, uh, David Strathairn uh, is he's a retired lawyer, but he decides he's going to defend her. Um, Fine. And he, he sort of goes into to her cell, and he says, "Look, you know, they're going to charge you with murder. They're completely they're convinced. Um, there were fibers found on him that were found on a hat in your house." Um, you know, we know that you had some kind of relationship with this kid, so they're going to charge you with murder, and you're basically going to get the chair. Yeah. You're either going to get life imprisonment, or probably more likely the chair. Yeah. Um, And he says, I don't know whether you understand what's happening, um, but I need to know more about you. I need to know you. I need something to work on here. Exactly. If I'm Send you. I'm gonna. I need to know more about you. So then she proceeds to tell her story, which kind of which starts with her, you know, as a six-year-old girl um, with a a drunkard, uh, overbearing, you know, wife-beating father, um, who played by Garrett uh, Dillahunt, the, who... the traditional American father yes. in a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kramer uh, Garrett Dillahunter, who uh, I reviewed uh, him recently in in the uh, in that uh, comedy show. The uh... it's kind of um... sprung. Oh yes, yes, sprung. It, it's kind of become like almost a parody. That's such a stereotype now. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, the thing is, it's it's true to, in in a lot. Well, of no, of course it, it of course it exists. It, it, um, it, 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 I just lose count of the amount of movies, particularly horror movies. I, I think that's probably being a well, horror I, fan. You, you know, I will say time. this is this is full of very stock characters. It, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it, it is. And I don't mean that in an unkind way. No, no. I just mean just is what it is. You know who these characters are? You know, you, yeah. you know what what they represent. So basically, her her mum leaves, and then slowly all of her brothers and sisters leave, and she's the only one left with her father. And for a while. Um, you know, she just stays out of his way, and they have a kind of a weird relationship that he he does sort of look after her, and he keeps warning her about 
you know the dangers of the town and all that sort of stuff right and eventually even he disappears so she's like six years well maybe a bit older than six at this point but she's incredibly young young, and she is literally living on her own in the marsh in this in a pretty you know hospitable place i guess and there are she has um there are two there's a couple uh mabel and uh jumping who they run the the town's store and they help her out she turned first of all she when she runs out of food she remembers that um the the store buys mussels so she get she gets up early in the morning and she she catches mussels and she brings them in and she trades for like grits and things and Hmm. candles you know so they kind of keep their eye on her they kind of you know, she, they tried to tell her to go to school, but when she goes to school, she's ridiculed and stuff. And that, I, I, I don't want to, you know, spoil anything. And I, I you know, I, I don't want to go into the deeper stuff. But you know, she, she falls in love with this guy, um, Tate, and you know, he kind of uh, something happens there, and she then she meets this Chase character, and you know, stuff happens. And I'm not going to, you know, go into all that. No, no. So this movie is, it's a beautifully made movie. It's really pretty. Um, I have heard accusations that it's too pretty for, for the swamps of, of Carolina. But sure. Um, the thing is, is that her character is a natural. She becomes a naturalist and she, she, she draws and she writes and stuff. Um, well, so I guess the film kind of shows it as she sees it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, the... Uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, uh, who plays um, Kaya, mm. is so good. She is a, she's she's a, got this such a vulnerable sweetness to this character mm. that you com- you completely w- with. Well, I certainly was. I was completely with her character for the whole movie. Everything hinged on her and her performance, and it, and. I think the other performances were good, but it's all about her, and I and I think she did a, a tremendous job. I've seen her in a few other things. I mean, she was in um, she was in the later seasons of Cold Feet, where she played one of the, da- uh, the main character's daughters. Um, she's she's a really good uh, young actress. Um, <clears throat> now I'm going to say something here that is sounds like I'm, it's mean or horrible, but it's not. I'm going to say two things. One, my mum will love this movie. Why is that a bad thing? That could because be I think that that kind of puts it into a kitsch thing. And the other thing I'm going to say is, okay. this feels like a very expensive Hallmark movie. I have a soft spot for Hallmark movies, so fine. And I'm, and I'm saying that not as an insult. I am uh, saying that Hallmark as a, movies have their place as an indicator. Usually of at Christmas. Movie. Yeah, exactly. It, I'm saying that as an indicator of the kind of movie it is. Yeah, sure. It's yeah, because it could have gone either way. I must admit, from the trailer, I was like, "Is is this like gonna? Is this gonna end in tragedy? Is this gonna be horrible? Is it gonna be? Because there's certainly peril in the trailer, and you're like, oh, this could yeah, go really nasty.' You know? you know, horrible things things do happen to is her. Is this gonna go full on John Rambo? Is she gonna it's... end up back in the swamps murdering people with a bow and arrow? <laughs> I don't know. It's not that type. Of thing. <laughs> it's not that. It's more of a. It's it's just a quite a gentle sweet um 
mystery thriller. You know, it's it's it has even though the the, the overall mystery isn't really you know it, it's we're not talking you know Columbo levels of mystery here. We're talking quite low key, mm. but it's all about it's it's it, if if anything it's more of a, a coming of age movie it's all about this you know how this young girl survived and what she did to you know survive and how ostracized she is for no fault of her own you just know, for being an outsider and living being, where she lives just for being the fact that she lives on the outskirts of town and you know she's a she's just different and that, that almost the whole town just thinks of her as subhuman I really enjoyed it. It's... I'm glad. I must admit the trailer was really strong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think um I think you 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 can you could probably say that it, it it's you know, it's it's very light on the whole murder mystery type stuff. So it's not that sort of movie, but it's 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 a genuinely what nicely made sweet movie with a with a really good central performance. You know, it's really well shot. It's just a nice movie, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think I think people will 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 certainly critics have come against this movie, and I I kind of see what their point is, but I disagree. I think there is so much room in this world for a, just a really good fucking nice movie. Yes, there is definitely room in the world for you a know, nice movie. It, every, like, occasionally, uh, it is kind of nice just to watch yeah. a nice movie. Not everything has to be some epic murder mystery or gore you fest know. or action. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, I completely agree. I, I completely agree with you. If it's it's a genuinely nice movie that I, I would recommend to anybody who just wants to see a very well-made coming-of-age story, which has a kind of sort of, um, you know, it has a sort of feel of maybe The Notebook, that sort of movie, you know what I mean? That, uh, uh, what's, what's the name of it? Is it Nicholas, Nicholas Sparks? It has that sort of feel about it. It's, it's a, yeah, I really liked it, I really enjoyed it, and like I said, the Daisy Edgar Jones is was amazing in it. Really loved her 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 acting in it. Her character is just genuinely lovely, and you know, this, I I think you will you will. It doesn't sag or anything. It, there's, there's there's no time I don't think where it, it sort of drops. It has a really satisfying ending. I for me, I I found the ending satisfying. I think some people probably won't find it that satisfying, but for me, I I found it very satisfying. Yeah. It was just really nice movie and there's nothing wrong just, with it's that. It's just nice and that's yeah. fine. It's a nice movie and I and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a it's a good nice movie. Yeah, no that's cool. I I'm I'm all for that. So, is there anything else you wanted to cover? Well, I think that's it for the well, that's it for the movies, but I think, you know, um so the only there's only sort of two I think uh things that I found interesting. Uh, there are only two things I have found interesting in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's well, one thing a week. Well, I think uh, one is, and it, I mean, sadly, it's all it's superhero stuff. But and I know you, you're you're deeply. 
I'm not. De- I, I don't like. I'm not. You know. I, I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of bored. It's of just it. two things that have made me very happy in that in that sphere, and oh, they're cool. both DC, which which really makes me happy. I, I saw a thing today. Yeah. Uh, Showcase Cinema advert. Oh yeah. Where they said that um, Black Adam is the best rated movie that DC's had since um, uh, since the uh, Dark Knight trilogy. And I was like, that is a fucking low bar to be That's, like, <laughs> to be like, yeah, hey, yeah. look, this is the best of the crap. Um, yeah. But hey, yeah. it could I be great. I don't know. You know, DC... the thing is, is I've always been a DC person. I've, I love DC. Yes, I've DC never, has your heart. really been a, a Marvel guy. It's always stung that the Marvel movies just so much better than, well, they were uh, so much better than the majority of the, of the DC stuff. Um, so, Officially, Henry Cavill is back as Superman. Yes. Uh, oh, yes, I did see that. Yes. Which, despite what you you think of, no, no, I like, I love Henry Cavill as Superman. Henry Cavill I, as Superman is he's great. I just want to see him be a positive Superman, please. Yes. Can we see him that, be actual Superman? Well, that's what we all want. We all want a positive Superman. I think. So. I think. And great. like it or hate it, but Zack Snyder's Justice League at mm. least ended with us actually having superman yeah. feeling like superman again it's like yeah. oh finally he's actually superman now and then it was like now he's sacked it's like oh okay. that, that that really pleased me i was really happy with that yeah. and I, I mean I'm, I'm gonna see um black adam anyway oh i'll um, see it i mean the rock's charismatic as fuck i, well, I can I'm, i can watch the rock you know i'm gonna watch it for dr fate because dr fate's one of my well, and again pierce brosnan is dr fate exactly. that's that's fantastic casting. yeah uh and the other thing was um james gunn has been announced as their as their uh dc's showrunner he's, he's yes kind of Helming, kind Helming of series, weird which we have uh we have the dc showrunner still finishing up his marvel movie before yeah. he goes to run dc uh interesting well um, I, you know marvel shot themselves in the foot by well they sacked him, him off right yeah and, yeah and, and making him a bit of a pariah the other you know dc just went you know well, well and certainly his justice well, league was entertaining i, I had a good time yeah I that that for me that movie was a lot of fun. There was it a lot was. I think there yeah. was a lot. There was stuff that I really hated about it, but overall I really enjoyed that movie. Me too. And let's face it, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, I, is one of the best film. Marvel movies. It is, it's right up there with Winter Soldier for me as the peak. It's one of the last uh, movies that feels like a proper true standalone movie as well. Yeah, like you don't have to know anything about no. the rest of the Marvel universe to watch that film, which is more than could be said for most of them. Like you, my dad watched that, and he's never watched any Marvel films. He loved that movie just as it as a sci-fi movie. Yeah, he just had fun yeah, yeah. with it. And I've like I, you know, I liked a lot of Gunn's other stuff. I really love Slither. I think Slither is. Oh yeah, Slither's great. Really and funny and and I think he's well, a he's great... a trauma guy, isn't he? You know. Yeah, he is. He's. he's he's a trauma guy and you know there, there were a slight alarm bells they say that with love yes of course the trauma movies are great yeah, they have Not their much. place <laughs> they're they're the op- if there was an opposite to hallmark movies it would be true <laughs> they should put that on their thing <laughs> yeah, the, opposite Trauma, the, op- the opposite of hallmark <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that that's good <laughs> oh we're still getting that weird um toxic avenger oh i don't know with 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 um oh what's his name the guy who played Tyrion. which yes 
just sounds weird to me. Yeah, but I'll, it, I'll give it a But go. it does kind of sound very trauma. trauma. Yeah, that's the thing. It like, does sound trauma, doesn't it? It's just like, okay. They would do, so, yeah, you know. we'll see. Um, there's, there, you know, there's this slight alarm bell that maybe all the DC movies might end up being a little too funny. Like, I, I, I hope that's not the case. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying, you know, they all have to be Zack Snyder dark, but there has to be at least some sort of, you know, gravitas to, you know, these movies. So I'm, I'm hoping they're not going to go too lean into the humor too much because then that's just in danger of going doing what marvel's doing right well now. yeah yeah it, it needs its own identity and it needs to do its own thing but um, he's, you know he put forward his proposals for the for the for the universe and apparently you know the bosses really like <laughs> they were like well it's such a shit show it's worth a try yeah why not buddy why not and you know, if if he's found a way of fucking working out all the strands that are everywhere right now, yeah, like... I mean, I I think that he just needs to say, we are, we're rebooting, yeah, but we're going to keep some of the characters, some yeah. of the actors, and that's fine, right? Just just draw a line in the sand and just be like, look, <laughs> this shit show is over, and we're starting again, yeah. but. Hey, we're keeping Henry Cavill is is Superman. That's fine. Also, we're keeping also. Jason Momoa is Aquaman. That's yep. fine. We're keeping Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. That's fine because you know they rebooted Bond into a very different series, like it yeah. or hate it, and they <laughs> kept the same M, and that was yeah. fine. Everyone was so, like, Dame see, Judi Dench does not fit in with no, Pierce Brosnan and this, but somehow no. fine. It's Dame Judi Dench, and she that works. was that was one of the weird things about that. They really should have got rid of I mean, they should have, but we accepted it because it's too much of a hang on from you know what it was what that those movies became you know Roger yeah, Moore like, levels of silly let's yeah I don't want to go in the fucking <laughs> Bond, Jesus <laughs> let's Christ. not end on a downer we've just been talking yeah. about Hallmark no, movies. but uh you know the other good thing is that um for I think because I like them and I like his portrayal um Ben Affleck's back as Batman as well what like long term I think so Christ, okay. This does mean that... I mean, I, uh, I love his Batman, but Jesus, the guy's old now. <laughs> like, how many years can he well, possibly it have? It depends what you do with it, doesn't it? I mean... I guess so. If he ends up... I mean, I am on record saying, I think in terms of live action, he's probably one of the best Batman we've had, so... Yeah, agreed. Completely agree. I mean, I, I would say the Batman v Superman was worth watching just for his scene in the warehouse oh the warehouse scene's great it, <laughs> yeah so, someone played the arkham video games yeah yeah someone played arkham um uh, this does mean that the um the batman might not get a sequel uh yeah i guess it might not um i uh, mean it could still could just do its own thing and like, i know you're not going to care anyway. Movie anyway so yeah. meh. I, if that falls away so be it I yeah mean, I mean, it, and it does feel cool, very different. I don't see why they couldn't yeah. just do that on the side anyway, to be honest. it would. I think it's going to be weird, though, having two Batman. I mean, not really, because we're all used to fucking multiple things. We're, you know, well, we're comic, in a multiverse comic, age. Comic match. fans are, and we've definitely hit peak multiverse right now. Yeah, peak um, desperation. 
but it's whether they want to do to put the money into it, isn't, isn't it? It's whether they want to. It didn't do as well as they were hoping, did it? So it, really, it didn't. No, and I did say in my review, I was looking forward to that being. I was looking forward to a, a second movie of that more because I think it would settle down and it would. Me too. I, I think a lot of the issues I had would be addressed in the second one. Yeah, I think that's... But... But I do really love Affleck, so if we're going to get Affleck as Batman... Yeah, exactly. I'm down with that. I'm, I'm more than happy for it to disappear, really. Um, yeah. But they, but that's, yeah, that's kind of it. Well, there we have it. Matt, what are we watching next week? So, um, even though Halloween will be over... It's by never time, over. <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be reviewing hallmark christmas movies from now until christmas <laughs> well i usually do chris we usually do a christmas movie i mean you know we're gonna um, do melissa joan hart christmas hallmark movies from now until christmas because there are definitely enough of them there, i mean yes <laughs> she's done a lot <laughs> and i have seen some of them as well yeah <laughs> one in I would particular say... because the trailer the trailer well, i was like i need answers so I need to watch this. <laughs> Which one's that? Was that the Scroogey type one? No, it's one called uh, Christmas in Handcuffs. Oh, and I uh, that one. and basically the trailer. Well, actually, the movie does this. It's not even a fucking. It's not even just a trailer. This happens in the movie. Uh, right. She is single, like every Christmas. Like she yeah. feels like her parents are, you know, upset or disappointed that she's single. Yeah. So this year she lies and says that she's got a boyfriend. And and then they invite him as well, obviously, because that was obviously going to happen. But she hadn't considered that, so she decides to kidnap this guy that she just met, and and you know basically take him with her. But it's not the fact that that happens, which is ridiculous enough. It was the fact that in the trailer and in fact in the movie, right. she kidnaps him with a flintlock pistol. Wow! In the modern day. And I was like, "What? Uh, that I, needs that needs a watch. I need to know how that came to be." Um, I really want to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 honestly, it, it's worth a watch. Uh, I believe I, it's all on. I, YouTube. It was I, the I, last time I looked. It was all on YouTube. So I don't know if it still is, but I really love Melissa Joan Hart. I we're we're roughly the same age, right? And I have liked her since Cla- Clarissa, Clarissa explains, explains it all. I remember that. Show. And I loved, I loved Sabrina. I thought Sabrina was so great. It was, I mean, it, again, it's rubbish, but I really love it. It's, and I think she, again, she's so sweet. And she's, she seems like a genuinely lovely person. Yeah. <laughs> and she really likes just... Bristol Balloon Fiesta, doesn't she? Does she? Yeah, she posts like she was like posting photos from Br- Bristol Balloon Fiesta a couple of years back. I did not know that. Pre-pandemic, yeah. Wow. Oh, I like her even more now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> anyway, what movie are we watching yes. next week? <laughs> so, um, so, two things inspired inspired this decision. Okay. One, I thought, well, we've done Dracula. We've done Frankenstein. Let's move on to werewolves. All right. And we discussed this one? briefly the other week. We, we mentioned it. American Werewolf? No, we've already done American Werewolf. Oh, have we? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what we've done and not done at this point. Um, Company of Wolves. Ah, yes. Company of Wolves. That's a fantastic choice. So Love it's... Company of Wolves. Yes. 
that's going to probably be a long episode because we'll be talking about the visuals forever. Yes. Yeah. So, Company of Wolves is what we will be doing. Sounds perfect. Um. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Let's not say too much about it because that's no. a great movie. Um. Cool. Well, we will be back next time with uh, our review of Company, the Company of Wolves. Uh, or is it a company? The company. It's the company. It's the company, right? Yeah. The company of wolves. And um, until then, stay safe, take care, and we will catch you next time.